Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. If you're just joining us, this is the Tech Mobility Show, and I'm Ken Chester. With zero emission mandates in 13 states and over $30 billion in funding available annually, trends indicate that the commercial vehicle industry is moving in a new power era, according to a study produced by Gladstein, Nenros, and Associates. Here's a direct quote. We believe that by 2027 could very well be the last major diesel engine development programs that we see out there in the world, which is pretty amazing. What they're talking about is that diesel development, engine development for big rig trucks is coming to a close. Just the same way that a number of automakers have announced their last ever gasoline powered vehicle. Buick's announced it. BMW's announced it. A whole bunch of automakers have announced the commitment to go completely electric, some as early as 2030, a lot by 2035, and just about everybody by 2040. So the days are going away. What does this mean? Does it mean that in 2027, there will be no more diesel trucks? No, that doesn't mean that. What it means is that the millions and billions of dollars that the truck makers have been spending to continually refine and develop and advance diesel engines for big rig truck applications, they'll stop spending money. Does not coincide with them stop making them. Theoretically, they could make those engines for another five to 10 years depending on demand, depending on application, and depending on where it's still legal to sell them. So, and even after that, you're probably gonna have diesel trucks around for maybe another 15 years. So it could be at the earliest, 2050, even if development stops in 2027, before you start to see any real degradation in the number of diesel-powered vehicles and diesel-powered applications out in the wild. But the thing is, and this was announced at this year's Advanced Clean Transportation Expo last month, and I believe it was out in Anaheim, California, that they were talking about, trucking companies were actually talking about the end of the diesel era. And that was from GNA's annual State of Sustainable Fleets report that they presented there. Now, we've talked about what the trucking industry calls the messy middle. What that is, is where they are at today. Mainly diesel-powered vehicles, a smattering of battery electrics, and a few pure fuel cell electrics, but they're in the minority. The messy middle is as each fleet and each application takes a look at, okay, we want to get to zero emissions. How do we get there for our application and for what we need? And like anything in life, one size does not fit all. For some fleets, the issue, the answer is going to be really easy. They'll migrate to battery electrics. And typically, those would be fleets with daily trips, round trips of about 250 miles or less. Regional fleets, that makes sense. For long-haul fleets, it's going to be more of several steps to get electric. The smaller to medium fleets may not be able to afford to do that all at once. So they'll probably take a leap into like renewable fuels, like renewable diesel and some renewable hydrogen uh, opportunities where they're burning hydrogen, not necessarily using it in a fuel cell, in preparation for where they're going. As the cost of these alternative fueled trucks get closer to parity with the current diesel truck fleet, it will become easier for these fleets to make that transition. But remember, this is more than just buying a new truck. This is totally new training for their whole maintenance 
uh, protocol, their maintenance depot, parts, service, uh, everything. Everything changes. A duty cycles change. Everything changes. So it's more than, gee, we bought a new truck. It's we bought a new truck with a new technology and we have to do the training and the staffing. So the upfront cost is going to be relatively high, even if the truck purchase price gets reasonable. There's still a learning curve and an investment curve as the trucking firms make that leap. And like I said earlier, it's going to be different for everybody. Navistar said that its new S13 integrated powertrain, they said, includes the final internal combustion engine the producer of international trucks will develop. Navistar and other major North American original equipment manufacturers have some zero emission trucks and goals to develop and expand those zero emission offerings. Regulators are also pushing original equipment manufacturers and engine makers to find cleaner ways to move goods and people in the coming years. The 2023 report from Clean Technology Consultants, GNA, was released the opening day at the firm's Advanced Clean Transportation Expo. And it drew another record crowd to Orange County. They expected 13,000 people, a 50% increase from 2022. The record attendance, according to them, reflects that we have really, what we see here is really indicative of growth and investment we've seen in the clean fuels and fleet industry in the last couple of years. The State of Sustainable Fleets report shows a future where new diesel engine development programs slow as zero emission vehicles become the centerpiece of regulations in states representing about half of the U.S. economy. Nearly 80% of air pollutants come from mobile sources. That's why clean transportation technologies are so important. They are so needed for them to not only meet federal and state air quality standards, as well as reduce some of the toxic emissions of the climate pollutant and the climate pollutants, but the key is we need to transition to zero emissions as quickly as possible. Let me be blunt here. Again, it's all about the money. The fleets are going to need some help in order to make this happen. They're going to need incentives. And they're incentives. They're not a gimme. They're not buying the trucks outright. It's incentives to help them make the transition. Because even if the incentives reduce it down to the price of buying a new diesel truck, they're still putting out more money than the difference the incentive will give you. The challenge is that as California makes its move, which is more stringent than the feds, there are 15 states that follow California's lead. As a result, you're going to have a lot of states that are going to require lower emissions. By the same token, there are a number of states and federal programs available for the truckers to help facilitate what they're going to need. Because as I mentioned a few minutes ago, it's not just the purchase price of the truck. It's a whole replacement of their maintenance supply chain, their maintenance protocol, training for their mechanics, parts that they need to stock, duty cycles with the new technology and cut and cutting teeth because any new technology, don't care what it is, is going to have growing pains. You're going to have challenges that they didn't expect that they will engineer solutions for usually on the fly. And that will only happen as they scale up. So we'll see what happens. One other thing that people don't think about is that on top of the reduced emission standards, New regulations require increased warranties on cleaner equipment. We're talking about warranties in the vicinity of covering this clean equipment, this cleaning equipment that brings pollution down 
upwards of 600,000 miles. And it's got to work. And it's going to be under warranty for that long, if you can imagine. Yeah. To produce these engines at super low emission levels and then to warranty them out for 600,000 miles and maintain them, it's going to be hard. It's going to be expensive. And that is what the industry people are saying. Could add 30 grand alone to the cost of new diesel tractors. This is diesel tractors. This is not going electric, battery electric, or any alternative fuels. This is just that. So where do we go from here? Change is coming, folks. And it's coming to the trucking industry faster, even faster than it's coming to the car industry, but it gets down to money. The incentives will help the trucking industry make it through the, the messy middle and get to where they need to be with zero emissions. They want to do it. The manufacturers tell them to do it. It's time. We are the Tech Mobility Show. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Ken Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. 